in uh, keeping with our Bible reading plan and our preaching theme for this year, our one step closer to Jesus that we've been working through and um, finish at about Christmas time. This morning's topic, faithful through failure. And I thought, oh, really? Could have given me something like, at least I didn't get last week's. There's been a few others that I would rather not have for Mother's Day, but uh, faithful through failure. I thought, oh, do you know what? I reckon if we did a survey of every mum, every mum would say if they were honest and truthful to themselves, they would say, you know what, I feel like I failed at some point. All right? Every mum would, would go, do you know what? I had this moment. Not just every mum, but every parent. Not just every parent, but every human. Go, you know what? At some point in my life, you know, we're not all perfect like Shane, but even Shane, (laughs) even Shane Cox has had moments, I'm sure. It's extremely hard to believe, but... But even the very best of us, I'm sure I've had moments when we go, do you know what? I could have done that better. Do you know what? If I had my time again, I might do this. And so this morning, I just want to touch on, not some of the failures and not keep it down in the down in the dump. I'm just going to just list all the failures of every person I know, and it's going to make me feel heap. No, but it's an incredible thing to go, do you know what? But out of that failure, when we're faithful, God comes through. Out of that failure, when we just continue to not give up, and there's that scripture that's often used, I think it's Galatians, I didn't look it up, it just came to me right then as I started saying this, but it's like, if we don't succeed at the proper time, we'll reap the harvest. It's like it's so often used for tithing. So often used for, hey, keep bringing your tithe, keep bringing your tithe. It may not seem like you're getting anywhere, but, but keep bringing the tithe, keep sowing the seed, and, and you'll see the crop, you'll see the harvest. It's like when it comes to parenting, when it comes to living life, we've just got to sometimes just go, you know what? I feel down. You know what? I feel like I've failed. I feel like everything I do doesn't work out. Get up and just sow again. Get up and sow again because at some point it'll turn. And so something this morning I'm believing is going to encourage you. Something I say, hopefully everything I say will encourage you, but I'm sure that's just the way life works is it won't be that way. But something this morning is going to encourage you. Everyone here believing that we're going to leave encouraged whether we're a mum or not. And so before we get into it any further, we're just going to watch another little clip. Thanks, team. Motherhood plays an important role in the Bible. It binds the beginning and the end. These stories offer us a glimpse into the heart of God. And so we start at the beginning. Taken from the side of Adam, Gifted with bringing forth life, the first woman was named Eve because she was the mother of all living. 
but she was also a mother in her own right, the first of many mothers to come. Though Sarah's womb was closed, God promised nations and kings would come from her. Ten years pass, and motherhood seems as impossible as the day it was promised. But the Lord is faithful to keep his promises, and Sarah bore a son who made her laugh. Leah was the firstborn, overlooked by her husband Jacob, who gave his heart to her younger sister. When the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb. Despite Jacob's disdain, she found her motherhood in the Lord. When Pharaoh became angry at the fruitfulness of the Hebrews, Jochebed sacrificed her motherhood for the sake of her son. When Pharaoh's daughter saw the child, she had compassion on him. Because of Jochebed's sacrificial motherhood, the Israelites found freedom. Naomi was a mother who experienced the loss of her sons, yet she gained a daughter in Ruth who declared, for where you go, I will go. Your people will be my people, your God, my God. Naomi and Ruth became family by faith. Mary, a virgin and not yet married, was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. The motherhood of this blessed woman was more than the continuation of a family name, but a means for God to bring a savior into the world to save his people from their sins. From the garden to the cross, there have always been mothers. These women paved the way for all women, representing the full spectrum of the ways one could be called mom. Whether a mother in faith, mentorship, adoption, or by birth, you play an important role in the stories of generations to come. To all the Sarahs, Leahs, Jochebeds, and Naomis, Happy Mother's Day. As we talk about failure this morning and talk about being faithful through failure, I started to look at some of the the women, some of the mums that we've read about so far in our reading plan and then this came across the emails and, uh, and so, well, kind of sums up what I want to say this morning and so here we are and uh, I think it does encapsulate so much of what being a mum is because there's so much of what being a mum is. Yes, there's the obvious way of being a mum. Some would say it's the right way or the, you know, whatever, but it's like there is no right way. It's like you're a mum because you're a mum. And whether you planned to be a mum or you didn't plan to be a mum, whether you have been down on yourself because you didn't do it the right way or whether... You're celebrating because you didn't think you would be able to wait and you did. It's like, however that fits in that, however it works, you're a mum. And we want to celebrate you today. We want to celebrate you for everything that you do. 
But I do just want to touch on a couple of these that have just been brought up this morning because I think there's some powerful things and there's some keys in these stories that can help unlock us and help us stop maybe looking back and start moving forward and living in the faithfulness that God has got for us, not just as mums, but as people. And so the the first one that I want to touch on there is Sarah, the, the promise. And so in Genesis 18, 10 to 15, we read this, then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time. This is one of the visitors, one of the angels that came and visited Sarah. Ah, sorry, not Sarah, came and visited Abraham. I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already very old, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, after I am worn out and old, my Lord, uh, after I am worn out and my Lord is old, Will I now have this pleasure? Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Will I really have a child now that I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid, so she lied and said, I did not laugh. But he said, Yes, you did. I'm leaving this morning. There's going to be a moment, a moment in this meeting where some people here that have felt that they've had a promise, felt that they've had something promised to them in God, something of God, and and it feels like nothing's happening. Nothing's, I'm too, I'm past it. I'm too old. I missed my opportunity. It might be childbirth, yes, but if you're not a mum, it might be something different. It might be the fact that you, you thought you would get this happen. You thought you would see, it's like I've been renting all my life. I thought I was going to be a homeowner, but the moment's passed. It's too hard. No, God's, God's going to unlock something because God is a faithful God. God is a God that doesn't just say, this is going to happen and then move on. No, if God said it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And so whether you think you're too old, whether you think the moment's passed, whether you think, well, no, that was a childhood dream. Now I'm a young adult. It's like, no, no, hang on to the dream because if it's of God, It's going to come to pass. It needs to come to pass because God cannot lie. There's nothing in God that can lie. God will make it come to pass. And so there's the promise here that we read that that Sarah's literally laughing at. Laughing maybe because there's a little bit of a sense of humor about it. Laughing maybe to stop her from crying. Laughing, maybe because she's just completely just going, whatever, you're too late, you've missed the boat. It doesn't go into the detail of why Sarah's laughing, but, but I try and put myself in to the, the stories and so to, to put myself into that situation of Sarah sitting there listening to this conversation. is like, can you imagine? But God is faithful. God is faithful. And so Sarah's sitting there walking, going through life, feeling like a failure. 
because she hasn't been able to have a child. But God is faithful through our failure. God is a God of the promise. And so whatever it is that God's promised you, hang on to it. Continue to walk faithfully the way that God's called you to walk because God will come through. I believe that this morning. I believe that there's going to be moment, a moment in this meeting when we come back into worship or we might have already had it just as I've said that, but there's going to be a moment this morning when God's just going to impress on your heart afresh. This is for you, whatever it is. And so I want to encourage you to, to look for that. Step out in faith. Believe the promise that God has promised you. The forgotten. The forgotten. Has anybody ever felt left behind? It felt like just you're sitting in a room and someone's looking around, but everybody else is getting looked at. Everybody else is getting their moment. Everybody else is getting their turn, but you're just sitting there, just going, it's never going to happen to me. It's never, never going to happen to me. It's tough. Feeling forgotten. Feeling like you've been left behind. But God. But God is faithful. But God. And so you might need to remember just those two words this morning as you go through your week. It's like, no, hang on. But God. But God says he will never leave you nor forsake you. But God says his plans are to prosper you. But God says, but God. What is your but God? I want to encourage you this morning. If, if, that, if this is you and you feel like you're forgotten, find a scripture. Find a scripture that when something happens and you go, oh no, there we go, I've missed my turn again. I've been forgotten again. But God says this. But God says this. And every opportunity, every morning when you wake up, every time you get turned down, every time the door closes, every time something happens that you go, oh, I've been forgotten again. Oh, I've been looked over again. It might be for that job promotion. It might be for that sports team. It might be for that relationship. It might be for all sorts of different things. Again, I'm not just talking to mums, I'm talking to all of us. Is we can get into a rut, we can get into this rhythm of life where we just, I've forgotten again. Is there anybody left behind as a kid? Shows. No, I was kidding. John Tomer, how did you leave your daughter behind? I haven't done it yet. I'm sure I'll do it at some stage, but it's only a matter of time until one of our kids end up getting left here. <clears throat> it won't be on purpose, I promise. But, but it's like find, find your scripture. Find that, that promise of God 
Sure, I can give you some, but if I give it to you, it's not your promise. It's not your promise. So you've got to find a promise of God, find a scripture, memorize it, and then every time, it's not again, hang on, but God says, I'm a child of God. But God says, he knew me way back when I was formed in the womb. But God knows every hair on my head. But God, but God, but God. Get a but God into your system that allows you to stand on his word afresh. So that you can be faithful through failure. So that you can be faithful through life and he will come through. I love reading this story in Exodus about the sacrificial mum. Jochebed, who just the ups and downs of having a child is it is like a roller coaster. But to give up that child would be something else. And I don't know if there's any mums here that have had to give up their child here this morning, but I can't imagine what that would be like. But to then, the roller coaster doesn't just stop there for joke about it, it continues on and it opens the doorway to allow Moses to go on and do what Moses did. It's like sometimes as mums, sometimes as parents, sometimes as friends, we've got to lay down things so that our parents, so that our parents, so that our sons, so that our daughters, so that our friends might be so that our parents can reach the potential that God's called them to reach. So you might not be putting them in a little basket and chuffing them off down the aisle, down the, down the aisle, down the Nile. It might be chuffing them off down the aisle. It might be down the Nile. It might be down who knows where it is, but some people just got that. I didn't even mean to say it. That's how good that joke was. But... <clears throat> Don't you love it when things just happen? But it's like, what are you willing to do to open up the future? To open up the future for your children? What are you willing to do to open up the future of your friends? What are you willing to do to open up the future of your husband or your wife? See, because the sacrifice... The sacrifice that we read about in this story is incredible. But what it did was is it enabled a young boy, a baby boy, a second chance. What it did was was opened up so that he could go on and do incredible things. What is it that that you need to do? What is it that I need to do to open the doorway, to open up so that someone can be free, so that someone can do what they need to do? There's the the term thrown around. I don't think it's quite so much now as when we had Mason, um, but the helicopter parent, it seems to have, the fad seems to have just gone a little bit, but are you a helicopter parent? Are you a helicopter friend? Are you a helicopter spouse? Do you need to just step back, sacrifice your own insecurities, sacrifice your own desires for someone, or, 
and just let them do what God's called them to do. Because when we do that, when we sacrifice what we want, God can step in. When we sacrifice, when we give up our desires, God's heart can come through. So what is it that you need to sacrifice? What is it that you need to sacrifice as a mum today? What is it that you need to sacrifice as a dad today? What is it that you need to sacrifice as a friend today? There's moments when we need to sacrifice and that sacrifice opens the way for God's faithfulness to come through. And so we can be the mum of the promise, the forgotten mum, the sacrificial mum, and we can be the spiritual mum. And I don't know about you, but you might have just been sitting here going, I don't fit any of these three. Can I tell you, every person in this auditorium can fit this category. Every single person, from the youngest person here, well, maybe not the youngest, there's a couple of little ones in here looking over there, but very soon, young now, very soon. But it's like, if we're old enough to hear this and understand this, we're old enough to be a spiritual mother, a spiritual father to someone. I really believe it. There's people that we can encourage. It might be a a younger sibling. It might be a cousin. It might be a friend. There's people that we can spur along the way. And we can't let age determine whether we're ready for this or not. This is our call. This is what we are called to do as Christians. We're called to help people along the walk of Jesus. And that is being a disciple maker, but that is also being a spiritual mother and father to the others. And so I love that the, the video said this scripture, but I just want to read it to you again because I love the heart that goes with this. In Ruth, we read this, but Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it, so, uh, be it ever so severely, even if death separates you and me. And when Naomi realized that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging. Are you that clingy friend? There's a moment for it. See, Ruth, in this moment, just decided, made the choice. Naomi's going back to her land, to her people. Ruth is not from her people. And so Naomi's going, you stay here, get remarried, you'll be fine, you're young, you're beautiful, I'll go back. Ruth's gone, no, where you go, I go. Your people, your people who aren't my people, they're going to be my people. Your God, which isn't my people's God, is going to be my God. Now, I'm not saying to, to go to someone and say, your God's going to be my God, because we want them to say, your God's going to be my God. But just don't flip that the wrong way, and suddenly we've got all sorts of different things going on here. But, but it's like, what is it? Who is it that you can attach yourself to? 
do you have, to flip this around from being a mum, do you have a spiritual mum? Do you have a spiritual dad? See, we've all got earthly, physical mums and dads. Some of them are no longer here for various reasons. But do you have a spiritual mum or dad here that you can talk to, that you can pour your heart out to, that you can cry to, that you can ask for help when you need help, that you can ask for prayer when you need prayer? Because if we don't have a spiritual mum, if we don't have a spiritual dad, we're missing out. And so I want to encourage you today, Mother's Day 2022, if you don't have a spiritual mom, find one. There's phenomenal women in this church that can be your spiritual mom. Ask them. Oh, but what if they say no? What if they do this? What if it? No, just ask them. There's plenty of men in this church. They don't need to be from this church, though. If you know somebody from outside of these walls that is a strong Christian. Ask them, can you be my spiritual mom? Can you be my spiritual dad? But without a mum or a dad, childhood is fairly rough. And there's ways and there's people that can do that. But the best chance... The way God has set up things is to have a mum and a dad. And so in the spiritual realm, we should have a mum and a dad. And so I want to encourage everyone here to have a spiritual mum and a spiritual dad, someone that you can go to in those times. It might be your connect leader. It might be a close friend. They don't need to be, there doesn't need to be any age gap could potentially have a spiritual mum who's younger than you. I don't know if that works or not, but why not? Why not? And then the other side of that, who are you spiritually parenting? Who are you bringing up in the ways of the Lord? Who are you encouraging to pray? Who are you helping to discipline? As an adult Christian, we all should be looking at who we can spiritually mother, who we can spiritually father. Is that all right? No, that's, yeah, that's the right way of saying that, isn't it? Just didn't quite. Who is it? We don't need to be quite as clingy and intense as Ruth. And I'd probably encourage you to not be quite as intense as Ruth. It might not go down so well. But get the heart. Get the heartbeat of this. And it'll go a long way to ensuring that we will make it to the end together. It'll go a long way to making sure that we all do life together, we can then all encourage each other. Then when we're feeling like a failure as a mum, then when we're feeling like a failure as a dad, guess what? We've got people who can encourage us 
and we've got people who we can ask for help from. It's, it's just setting ourselves up so that we can live our best life. It's setting ourselves up so that when we fail, we've got people that can remind us of the faithfulness of God. Setting ourselves up, people that can then remind you, hey, remember that scripture that you told me? Remember how you said that was going to encourage you when you were feeling down? I'm now speaking it over you because you don't have the strength to currently speak it over yourself, but you've got someone else there that can pick you up and go again. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so let's get mothers around us. Let's encourage today. Let's be encouraged today. And so I want to get the team back up here and I want to finish with a song. I don't remember what song we're doing to finish. Probably should have looked. But let's go back into the worship song and have a moment of worship. And let's open the altar. And if there's any of these deals for you this morning, you go, do you know what? I just need a breakthrough. I need a moment. I need to get a promise of God. Or I need to remember the promise of God. I feel forgotten. I feel left out. I feel like later. I feel like I've just been broken over and over and over again. I want to encourage you this morning. I want to tell you this morning, you're not forgotten. God sees you just like he saw Leah. The sacrificial mum giving up. Sometimes things aren't just given up by choice. Jochebed It was the only choice. It was the only way of giving her son a chance. Do you need a moment with God this morning? Just to come to terms with, to reconcile, to thank God, to say sorry to God, to do what you need to do. There's this opportunity this morning Do you need a spiritual mum? Are you a spiritual mum? I believe God wants to encourage you this morning in that. Encourage you that you're doing a good job. I believe God wants to encourage you that you can do it. And so wherever it is that you fit in that, the altar is open through this song. I really want to encourage you to step out. Come and have your moment with God. Someone might come pray with you. Someone might not. It's not about whether I pray with you or someone prays with you. It's about you having your moment with God, reconciling things, understanding the promise, understanding that He is faithful. And whether you feel like the biggest failure on earth or you feel like shame and you've never failed before, God is faithful. God is for you. And if God is for you, who can be against you? Let's stand. Let's sing. Let's worship Him this morning. Let's cry out our hearts to Him this morning. And let's have a moment on the altar with Him this morning.